Okay. Good morning. Dr. Bernie Hanna is the guest today. He is the owner, um, founder of Las Vegas Bariatrics, of course, obviously in Las Vegas, Nevada. And Dr. Hanna, thanks for coming on. Thank you, Maddie. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. I've, I've heard your story, but can you give us a two minute snapshot? Where, where did you come from and how did you find your way to bariatrics? So <laughs> that's a long story. <laughs> I uh, grew up on the islands and uh, studied in the U.S., did my undergrad in Florida. I did my med school training in Washington, D.C., and I did my surgical training in Washington, D.C. I came to Las Vegas 21 years ago. It was my first job, and that first job was a job with a solo practitioner who was doing trauma at the university. So I joined a practice with a solo surgeon doing trauma and general surgery. So I was a trauma surgeon here in Las Vegas at the university for about three, four years. And it was filled with adrenaline, a lot of, uh, you know, knife and gun club. But uh, I was not utilizing the skill that I was really passionate about, which was minimally invasive surgery, which I had excellent training at Howard University in DC. And uh, I was just missing that. So at the time I started, you know, looking into bariatrics and it was very interesting that uh, I, I noticed, you know, you save lives in different way. In trauma, I save lives every, lives every day, but this was not a choice for bariatrics is a choice. So I started looking into bariatrics. I started doing the courses you know, that, and just started delving into it. And I loved it. And here I am again, you know, 18 years into it doing bariatrics. And it's truly, truly my joy. Absolutely. And the, the main topic of this podcast is kind of your, your growth, especially over the last you know, 12, 24 months. I think even since, since we were out there with you, you've grown. Can you give us a snapshot of the clinic, uh, staff size? What's the patient population like? Yeah, it's been quite a ride. I was solo for all of these years, you know, 17 years, solo surgeon, building a bariatric practice. And building a bariatric practice is not an easy task. It really is uh, growth built by patient referrals, reputation. And as you go through it, they say you build it, it will come. It's here. This past year and a half, even during COVID has been like a major boom for us. And I've hired two surgeons in the past year, which just blows my mind. I never thought that I would even hire another surgeon because I was felt like I was on cruise control, right. but the volume picked up so much, you know, BC is just grown in, the, in this country and many people are struggling with weight during COVID. We have a lot of individuals that are gaining weight and my staff in the past year and a half has doubled. I have a staff with about 20 individuals. You're talking the two physicians, I have a nurse practitioner and medical assistants. 
administrators. So it's, it's grown quite a bit. So managing all of that has just been a different task for me, right. but it's all very, very exciting. And also with uh, boost assistance, that's just really made it <laughs> blow up even in, you know, with all of the marketing and website, it's been amazing. So the growth and thank you for that. that. It's been great. I'm send you a Starbucks card for that, sh- for that shameless plug. Bang. Kate, tell us about, you know, lots of solo bariatric surgeons around the country. And, you know, we, everyone sees demand and consults, you know, they, they come and they go and it, it kind of goes, it goes in seasons of the year of the economy, whatever insurance coverages. Uh, what made you finally say, I want to bring on another surgeon, not only that, but within the year, I'm going to bring on a second one was demand. Just, it was so strong for so long. You finally said, Hey, this is, it's not going to go down. I'm going to get somebody else in here. Yeah. Um, I've seen that the demand is there and it's only growing. When you look at the numbers of obesity that's in your town, in the country, you realize that as a busy bariatric surgeon, you can only do so many cases a year. I mean, how how many patients can you operate on? you reach critical mass really fast. The average individual surgeon is doing anywhere from four to 500 cases a year if they're busy. And it's difficult to reach a thousand surgeries a year. And when you look at your population, if your population is over a million people in your city, you're talking with the rate of obesity, 60, 70% or whatever, there's huge numbers of patients out there that need surgery and they don't have access to it. So if you're one who is a busy practice and you do a great job and your reputation precedes you, people want to come to you, you will be inundated with referrals. So the demand is there. And I saw that and having two surgeons on board now, we see just managing the volume it's, it's amazing. So that's your next challenge is just managing the volume as referrals come in. So you have to then populate your staff accordingly to meet that request. Right. And now can you give a, a sense of, I mean, when you were solo practice, most of your time is spent, you, I mean, you're doing surgery, you're, you're in clinic, you're doing surgery. Now the business has grown Uh, Is there a kind of a percentage of your time that is now spent managing the business and people and processes versus, uh, you know, doing clinic and doing surgery? Definitely. It has been a shift. The shift has been really overseeing uh, and managing the staff with such huge growth to make sure that we continue to maintain quality because as a business grows, the one thing you want to avoid is losing quality losing that personable experience. I always tell my patients, you know, we treat you like family. We treat you like family. We're here for you. And as you grow, you don't want to lose that. You don't want to be the, the guys next door who are seeing an assembly line of patients coming through without that personal touch. So that is a huge challenge for me. 
And I constantly talk to my staff, my administrators about that so that we maintain that quality and that touch uh, so patients don't uh, lose that. Um, even though I'm focusing even more on that, I find that I've been working more, which was not the plan. I don't want to work more because I hired two surgeons to do that. But with that increase in volume and growth, I find myself, I still have to work. I still have to see patients in the clinic. I still have to operate. And my two surgeons are doing the same thing. So it just comes with the territory, right. you know? Right. And the reputation of Las Vegas bariatrics was if people don't really call Las Vegas bariatrics. They called to see Dr. Hannah. How, how have you, true. how have you, how do you get the staff to subtly make the change and get people to see the other surgeons? Very true. Because um, the past 17, 18 years, it's been Bernie Hannah, Bernie Hannah, Bernie Hannah. I'm going to see Bernie Hannah. So that has been a big challenge the past year. And we have uh, really made efforts to introduce our new surgeons to the community. We have all the platforms on social media. We have our website being built uh, and optimize our SEO person, marketing people. They have done efforts to really um, expose our new surgeons and show the community that, hey, Bernie Hanna now have two other, so to speak, Bernie Hannas. Yeah. So just like me, good quality, personable, great service. So we've been trying to do that and it's been uh, doing very well. We've been writing, uh, having my new surgeons, you know, write articles. We've done some videos. So that exposure has been great. We've put out a new practice video, which is on YouTube that uh, highlights the entire team. So that's been great too. Yeah. Was it harder than you thought to recruit, uh, interview, select really quality surgeons? Because I, I know, or just, just right this second, I know of four clinics looking for a bariatric surgeon and it's challenging. You know, for me, it, it was not difficult. It fell in my lap. It was very interesting how it happened. The uh, first surgeon that I hired was training locally in town. He's a chief resident. So I was introduced to him by a buddy friend of mine who's a GI doctor, gastroenterologist, who I trained with at Howard. So we go back 20 years. And he, he met me one day and he's like, Bernie, you need to hire this guy. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you've been solo all this, long, all this time. You need a surgeon to help you out now. I'm like, you know, I'm not even thinking about this. But he came to me and, and said, just think about it. And we went, we met uh, with Morgan, Dr. Pomerantz. And it was amazing. Awesome guy. And the story is pretty interesting because... He said, you have to hire this guy because his wife is our nurse practitioner. He's going to go to fellowship training and do bariatric surgery and she's going to leave, but we want her to come back. So you have to hire him. So they both come back. <laughs> nice. I mean, it's, it's a cute and awesome story and it worked out. So, you know, I, did, I wasn't even looking. So on my end, I'm just lucky. But to follow that up, the next surgeon 
was actually someone that he met when he went to do his fellowship that he really connected with and came back and said, Bernie, you have to hire this surgeon, Dr. Patel, because she's awesome. We connected and she wants to move to Vegas. Or, you know, I'm like, what? Really? I just hired one person. Now you want me to hire a second one? <laughs> oh, that's great. So, so halfway through him being here, we, we started that conversation and there it is another surgeon on board it just it just rolled that way and thank god it was uh, amazing that our volume was just escalating and and the numbers were picking up that we were able to actually manage that so it just worked out but um aside from my story it is quite challenging you know to go out and recruit and look if you have a hospital system that uh, can help you to try to recruit and vet someone um I'm sure, you know, because we did look at uh, one or two other individuals over this past year who actually reached out to us and that was not a good fit. Um, so I can imagine what the challenge would be because you want to hire someone that has your, your mindset and, you know, you want to think alike. You want to have the same uh thought process, especially when you're doing surgeries and stuff, you want to have good skill set, you know, and it's hard to figure out a skill set and someone who does excellent work without working with them when it comes down to surgery. Yes. You know, you want to make that decision and it better be a great decision when that person comes on board and two months into it, you find out, oh my God, what did I do? Who is this person? What kind of personality is this? And look at the type of work they do, you know? I tell you, knock on wood, I've been blessed because my two uh, surgeons are amazing. Personalities are great. Skill set is awesome. So, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> oh, that's a fantastic perspective. And yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's even different. I mean, if you were, uh, you know, if you were doing orthopedics or something, uh, or doing LASIK, those are still yeah. surgical procedures, but oh, yeah. bariatrics, we have the, the biggest emotional, financial, physical decision that lots of these people will make in their entire life. Oh, and, yeah. and the physician has to know how to navigate that conversation. So you're right. It's definitely, a, it's a definitely. different skill set. Yeah. Um, last two questions or one question, really, I think mm -hmm. just because you, you've been in Las Vegas for so long, um, yeah. I think a lot of people assume that you're probably seeing most people from around the country that are out of state, but that's not really the case. Is it what's, what's your mix of from Las Vegas versus out of state patients? Oh yeah. You did mention that my, my patient population are mainly locals yeah. <clears throat> and all demographic. I see everyone. I say, you know, you know, I, I guess in the military, leave no man behind. <laughs> that's how I feel about bariatric surgery because Everyone needs help across the board, demographic wise. So we see everyone here locally. I would say 80, 90% of my clients are local and I have about 10, 15% out, out of state. Yeah. We do medical tourism. We have patients that fly in, patients who pay out of pocket. So we are building that, that and it's growing actually rapidly. Yeah. Um, medical tourism flying in. So we see everyone and all insurances. Thankfully, we're on uh, contracts with uh, payers and that 
allows us to grow our business better. So that's one thing we focus on our contracts. And it comes with the numbers and the outcomes. Once you have great outcomes, good success, then you're able to do that. Right. Okay. Um, knowing what you know now, would you have done anything different? Would you go, would you have started years ago bringing on another surgeon or the timing is perfect? It's hard to look back. 2020 is always, you know, hindsight is always 2020, but I would say if I did this sooner, it would be even more amazing, but I can't change that. Yeah. I would have liked to have done that, but it happened this way. And I believe in fate. I believe in timing and I'm sure the timing is right because I found the right people. My team is just so amazing. I can't imagine who I would have chosen a few years back and if it may have turned out to be a disaster. So I tell my patients that too, along the same lines, we have patients that go through this process for three to six months or some even up to a year getting to surgery because there are certain things that you have to do for requirements, you know, weight loss, medical supervised diet, see the psych doc, uh, do nutrition evaluations, all this stuff. And it's a journey. It takes time. And like now we have patients who've been in our pipeline for months and months and months. And two of our hospitals have canceled our surgeries because of the surge of COVID. So surgery was scheduled, say, next week and I get a call from the hospital. Sorry, we have to cancel your lineup. So I have eight or nine cases for next Monday and we have to call these patients and said, we have to cancel your surgery. Now they're all, oh my gosh, all upset. And when I say, hey, it's a journey, you know, maybe it was not your time. I know that's a story to get to this line, but maybe that just was not your day to have surgery, right. you know? So things happen for reasons and it will come, your time will come. So I feel like my practice, it's arrived. This is great timing. And especially in the midst of COVID that I was able to survive this as a solo doc and add two surgeons on top of it. You know, financially it's been quite a burden and a strain yet we have, you know, conquered and it's amazing. So yes, timing is right. It's perfect. It's all good. Pretty sure you're, you're the only private practice in America who added two surgeons during COVID. That's just wicked. <laughs> uh, all right. Is Dr. it stupid or what? <laughs> no, impeccable timing. Yeah. Right. Hey, thanks for your yeah. time this morning. I'm going to stop the recording and then we'll okay. uh, close up. Thank you. Thank you, Maddie. Appreciate it.